<laughs> we're live. It looks like we're live. Yeah, you're live. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. All right. Uh, let me just. Okay. Cool. Welcome, Corey. Yeah. Feels good to be back. If we survive hey, uh, the winter. Yeah. Boom. It's pretty pretty freaking cold. Well, not polar, as cold as you though, but. The polar vortex of 2019. Yeah. I got a little candle here. I'm getting some heat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this weather's insane. Yeah. But uh, we're getting there. We are getting there. Um, let's just jump in. Is that yeah. sound good? Yeah. Well, uh, I just had some comments about I listened to to your live <laughs> stream last week. It's pretty good. It's good. You do. You definitely uh, <laughs> like towards the end. I was laughing. You're like, uh, yeah, Corey's going to laugh at me because I have no idea what to say now. So <laughs> we should probably also focus on what is our chat? Yeah. Check out the chat too. keep up with that. Because I know need like, this needs to be um, uh, I got a request from people that listen to this on audio. Yeah, they we, we shouldn't take advantage of. Take for granted that some people see the screen, other people can't. Um, unfortunately, this show not going to be good for that because we're going to show off all the crazy stuff that's been going on in the past week, which is like a ton of stuff. Um, but we'll, we'll try and like if there is anything in the chat or something, uh, we'll we'll try and keep that uh, audible, I guess, for people listening, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. Uh, so I don't actually know. If, I mean, basically, do you want to just start now? Do you have any comments, other comments about, about what I well, did? <laughs> I have like, well, I had to attend to some personal issues last week. And I feel like I came back and like, uh, everything was built. All the infrastructure was built for everything. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It, it, it's, uh, yeah, I came back and I was like, holy crap. I mean, I was seeing stuff come in day by day you know but i was like holy crap uh well i just like took on some like well two weeks ago i mean unrider released genesis babel chronos meta i mean and now what people are doing with it all that stuff like bitcom um bit chat uh i mean it's nuts it's freaking nuts and it's almost like it's going so fast now too, because people now people are building on top of that stuff. I mean, this really is like the infrastructure to let other people start building some incredible things. Um, yeah, Unwriter is pretty much a god. Like I, <laughs> I don't even know. He's, there's no way he's one person. Uh, I mean, that's my opinion. Like I, I don't understand how someone could be this prolific. Um, yeah, he gets websites up in a matter of minutes. It seems like. Um, what what I think we should really talk about first is that he's really building the plumbing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which for the first time that's happening, like, like all throughout Bitcoin's history, people have been building. And this is obviously, this is not new to anybody in SV or anything like that. Um, but what we've noticed is that when we were in London, right, the entire topic of conversation, every single person was the, the Bitcoin is good enough for what I want to do. I want to do all this crazy stuff on top of it. Just let me do that, right? So then they wanted to build on top of it. Unwriter is the first person putting together like the plumbing, as as we want to say, right? To build applications on top of it. Mm -hmm. So what we're about to show people, it, it's going to be kind of crazy because we we skipped over, or, or I guess what the what we talked about last week was op return is now 100 kilobytes, right? Um, and what you can actually do with op return as 100 kilobytes is insane, right? You kind of... You know, I'm saying that's insane because now I'm starting to think, well, what can we do with one megabyte? What can we do with two megabytes, right? Um, yeah. The two megabytes that I download, <laughs> like, you know, when, I, when I'm watching, uh, when I'm streaming music from here to work, right, that's uh, probably 50 megs at minimum, minimum, right? Uh, so if you start kind of thinking about, like, what if we start uncapping things? How crazy can this get? Uh, yeah. Already on top of, and, and if I'm missing any, someone let me know, but as far as I know, we have Biko. I'm, I'm going to pull these up here, and, and we will actually put links to these. 
we'll actually put links to these in the description when we're done with this. Uh, but bico.media, B-I-C-O.media. Uh, this is a way of accessing files stored on the SV blockchain. Um, we have, and I, we're going to show all these, but b.bitdb.network. That is something that Unwriter created, very simple. Um, on top of his Bitcoin simple storage protocol, uh, which a lot of people are adopting kind of off the bat here, he's essentially created <laughs> a 4chan on chain, um, except uh, I, I guess I'll just show this, right? We got to just show this here. So if I, yeah, let's see. So you can see here, so this is b.bitdb.network, right? Um, and let's see if I can, I'll, I'll show you guys a file here. I don't need to show off my, yeah, sorry. I know that looks crazy right now. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh God. Just realizing I don't want to put anything on. I need to like, I'm like, I need to be careful about what I put on, <laughs> put on here. Um, let me just make even a text folder that just says. Okay. Um, I'm going to edit that folder. I'm sorry. Corey. We can <laughs> go ahead and talk while I do this because I. All right, you're good. I just, uh, I was like, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to upload something that has like all my passwords in it or something. Yeah. And, yeah you got to be careful with that stuff, especially on a live stream. <laughs> uh, okay. What does that say? This is so cool. So I'm literally just uploading a text file, right? But the important thing to understand is that, like, so it's just going to read his text. This looks insane. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty messy. <laughs> I'll try and talk, and that way it takes a <laughs> la 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 la. <laughs> Brennan said, "Whoa, trippy." <laughs> All right, so I'm uploading. Here we go. I will bring it back. Uh, so I've uploaded a text file. Just pay with money button. Uh, which money button? Amazing, amazingly simple. And ta-da, it'll pull up right here. Uh, if this is mine, hopefully it is mine. We'll see. Might have, uh, let's see here. This might be mine undefined, unfortunately. <laughs> there we go. This is so cool. So you can see pagereturn.com is another one that we uh, we haven't mentioned. I'm guessing because I didn't save this file as .txt, which that's my fault. I did not do that. So b.bitdb did not know how to read it. But uh, pagereturn.com, another, <laughs> another website built to kind of view things off the blockchain. And the potential of this is really quite crazy. You know, I'll just pull up this clock that we created. So there's a cool thing that, you know, uh, I'm, I'm taking a trip, just want to make a countdown clock for that trip, right? I thought that that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, you should show that because that's a... Uh... Because this is only with 100 kilobytes, we can start putting websites on chain, right? So we can actually start having websites that are serverless in nature and all they require is some kind of viewer to to look at, right? Mm -hmm. um, so in the case of... It's pretty mind-blowing when you think about it, you know? Because, I mean, when people start running websites, you know, they have to do a lot of upkeep and IT infrastructure, you know. And so we have whatsonchain.com, right? So whatsonchain.com here. Uh, great block explorer. I encourage everyone to check them out. Uh, but you can see here, just have some HTML, right? Uh, HTML, or we're just saying, you know, here's an equation, right? Whatever else. And now I can go to bitcoinfiles.org, another great website. And we now are just running a countdown clock off of Bitcoin blockchain, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is insane. This is insane to me that this is the first time we're doing this in 10 years. Like 10 years of Bitcoin is the first time we're, we're allowed to do this, right? Um, now it doesn't stop there, of course, because we can take a look at you know unwriter putting images on chain right whoa crazy uh we also can play video games on chain <laughs> right so i don't know i haven't played this yet but uh one player this is a nes rom on chain it's all running off the bitcoin blockchain and it will be here forever until it's until it's pruned but we'll talk about that that's, that's always something we're gonna have to talk about here since no one uh, i mean look at this uh, let's see 
<laughs> I haven't even played this. I'm literally playing this. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know how to play. But... <laughs> Pretty sweet, though. Uh, a button, A, B button, S. Yeah, whatever. You get the point, right? Yep. Uh, we have this great article, bitpaste.app. I mean, within a week, this stuff has come up. Bitpaste.app. Shout out to Ryan Charles. who put a great idea. Uh, this is all on the Bitcoin blockchain. It's essentially like paste bin. Um, just formatted a, a uh, I'm guessing he, oh yeah, look at that. Okay, nice. Yeah. So in HTML, I even bolded the title, um, put a hyperlink in, right? And signed it himself. And he put a great name. I encourage everyone to read this. We'll, we'll try to put a link to this if I can remember. Putting domain names and email on the blockchain. I think it's a great idea. Um, he, he, he says he's going to build it with money. So, so good on you, Ryan. And then the last thing. So uh, this is Bico.media, which we talked about earlier. Uh, this is Snake. So I'm playing Snake <laughs> on chain, <laughs> right? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, and this is, I, I believe, just the beginning, right? Because you start thinking about, well, we can start linking to other transactions. I'm going to stop. I'm going to keep playing this. Uh, <laughs> Right, cool. Um, cool. Was that sharing to other people? I just realized that. Maybe yeah. Okay. Yeah. I uh, I pulled it up on my screen over here just to make sure it's good. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, also, just to uh, check the comments too. And we, uh, I, I want to also make clear, we actually have not covered half the stuff. Like I actually see Peter in the chat. Um, <laughs> Uh, Matter.cash is actually picking up a lot of stuff. Um, looks like they're going to put their entire app on chain. They were that blogging app. Um, uh, we can see OIO.cash, which still still deserves a shout out here. Uh, they you can have search opportunities. You can now start imagining we can start putting everything on chain. We can start actually searching uh, the Bitcoin blockchain uh, for more useful information. Um, and then I guess the last thing we should call out is sv.memo.cash, which I'm told is going to be memo.sv soon, hopefully. Um, so you can now create uh, large memos, right? And I'll just, again, show this off. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so we made, we found out that uh, Bitcoin.com actually mined our old big memo, which uh, we put that big yours post we had. So I, I want to see if Bitcoin.com would mine this one, which is, I'll just keep paging down. <laughs> it was like a, like a, uh, Bart Simpson type thing, right? So, uh, sv.memo.cash now supports large memo. Uh, I think you just have to go into your settings and turn it on. So, I was kind of surprised to see that they picked it up. They picked what up? Sorry. They picked up the previous one that you sent. Yeah. So, it seems like they're experimenting on it. Um, and this maybe brings us into the, the if we're going to say, Bitcoin as a data storage ledger, right? This is now apparently is controversial. I know why it's controversial. It's controversial because Bitcoin Cash is now jealous of what we've done. I know that that's true. They're all never, no, everyone that trolls you online is ever going to admit it, but uh, they are completely jealous that Bitcoin SV can now have 100 kilobytes, just 100 kilobytes in opportune, right? They're jealous that in a week and a half, we'll have 64 meg sustained blocks. Uh, according to the Bitcoin SV team. I saw Steve Shatter said in his interview with Kurt, um, which that was a great interview. I, I recommend people go watch that. Uh, he said he he actually believes that terabyte blocks is now sooner than we than he thought previously, um, which gives me a lot of hope, right? Because if terabyte blocks are, are very soon, uh, I, I imagine these limits are going to keep increasing more and more rapidly. And I hope that by doing that, we're going to end up with a exponential growth of applications being built, just like in the past week, I'm guaranteeing you we probably missed stuff, right? We probably have already missed stuff. Um, and, and that's just in one week. Uh, everyone should go look at Unwriter's Twitter because he's releasing something new every day. Uh, so, all right. So any projects we missed that you want to talk about or, or should we move on? Uh, I guess we can just move on. I mean, yeah. So... <laughs> I mean, well, just the one thing to like, yeah, I mean, like you said, all of this works at scale. I mean, when you start thinking about everything 
everything running at scale, like everyone's website. Like, I mean, we're starting to see MetaNet actually become somewhat of a reality, you know, or at least the idea of it, you know. Bingo. Yeah. 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 Because I think for the past couple of months or well, past month since MetaNet was presented, it seemed like everyone was kind of like, oh, this is just this abstract thing. Nobody really knows what it is. How is it going to do like, oh, it's the same thing as uh, made safe. I've been hearing a lot of that, like all this, <laughs> yeah. yeah, all this garbage. But now I don't know. This is actually setting up the infrastructure for something, something pretty legendary. And I think, I don't know. I started watching. I, I'm not up to date on it, but um, I started watching a little bit of the uh, Valley of Boom. Have you seen that on National Geographic? No. Mm-mm. But it's uh, it's talking about like the internet and how the internet came to be and some of the bs politics that kind of happened with it some of the stuff is just like so crazy how the vision that some of these people had back then for the internet and what it is now and kind of the timetable that it took too it's uh it's very interesting yeah kind of a lot of similarities but uh yeah i can't wait (laughs) uh, well i think so so the reason why we even wanted to call this this title is now the again the medium blockers and the small blockers alike are now arguing well bitcoin shouldn't be used for data storage right so what we're actually doing is spamming the network we're uh you know whatever else and, and the question becomes should everything be on chain right um and this is again kind of uh in my opinion shows the the radical difference in mindset of 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 the way everyone's kind of thinking about things um you know the argument now is like use ipfs right just use ipfs uh so let's let's cover a few things number one opportune is prunable okay so this is what no one really is is getting right so we're all saying this is all immutable it's all forever but technically any miner could start pruning opportunes tomorrow right now the question is is that a bad thing and this reminds me of like Ryan Charles's central thesis in his presentation he gave in November, um, which again, he says he didn't come up. This is an old thing in Bitcoin is every problem with Bitcoin can be solved with Bitcoin. And what I mean by that, right, is, okay, we should start putting as much data on chain as possible, right? Number one, because we want to scale Bitcoin. And the best way to scale Bitcoin is to make miners mine big blocks. But number two, if opportunities start being pruned, there's a very big business opportunity for anybody involved that's listening or uh, or, or is admire themselves to store old opportunities, right? To store opportune that is valuable, for example. Um, maybe maybe it's in a miner's best interest to store opportunities forever because there's enough people wanting what's in the opportune, right? Uh, the root difference between the way everyone thinks about Bitcoin is that people in, in that the, I've noticed building on top of Bitcoin SV understand that you can like basic economics fixes these problems, right? Because you can you can say, well, uh, it's never going to it's not it's not sustainable for a miner to hold all this data uh, in hard drives, which I'm not convinced of. Right. I'm actually not convinced of that whatsoever because the NSA does it. <laughs> Amazon does it. Google does it. You know what I mean? So so everyone who says that miners aren't going to hold all this data, I'm not even convinced of that. But let's assume that they start pruning opportunity. Who cares? Who cares? Why, why not have a service that stores opportunity forever, right? Start indexing this stuff, right? Um, it, it's just remarkable to me that no one, there's no basic understanding of profit, of, of profit seeking in, in, in uh, economics, in, in honesty, every other span of Bitcoin. Like I, I don't see a difference in the way of thinking between people that are, are on Bitcoin Cash's side or Bitcoin Core side. There's no, they all believe the same thing that we need to be told that, that you listening need to be told as to what you can put on the Bitcoin blockchain, what you can spend your own money on, right? And uh, that's what, what actually pisses me off the most is that the same people who threw the permissionless buzzword out a few months ago, are now saying, no, 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 no. You cannot be doing this on chain. This is stupid. Blah, 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 right? 
Um, and so I imagine if Bitcoin.com does start mining larger drop returns, uh, I imagine that there's going to be some pushback from from other miners, from even the community. We're seeing the the quote unquote community that is apparently a real thing in Bitcoin because uh, you know you got to please the community is upset. They're, they're really upset that uh, Bitcoin is cash. It's not a data storage ledger, but that's not true, right? There is value in putting data on a blockchain forever. There, there, there's value in, in having a library of Alexandria, dare you, um, you know? So so I guess that's what, that's what I have to say to that piece, right? Is that the, it's not sustainable, uh, whatever else. Um, yeah, I understand people don't think it's sustainable. Uh, it's just like if you told someone that Gigabyte you know, gigabyte fiber when the internet first started would be a thing. They're not going to believe that either. So it, it's just, uh, that, that's kind of, that's kind of what I have with that piece. Right. Uh, now yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of business opportunities with this. I mean, the, the problem is right now it's like the market for this stuff. Like what well, you just need to build it, you know, first. And eventually it'll, it'll be necessary. But, um, I mean, there's so many business opportunities once this thing starts really scaling. It's, it's, uh, you know, what I found interesting, right. Uh, cause I think Unwriter tweeted it out. Is he, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen, and if you haven't, there's probably no point in, in looking at it. Uh, but 4chan, the biz 4chan thing, uh, uh, that's like their, their board. And they yeah. just pump uh, chain link. <laughs> from, from what I've barely looked at it, they just pump link, <laughs> which is some yeah. cryptocurrency that apparently does something. Um, but but even he posted some thread where it's like even he said even 4chan is noticing. But I'm reading comments on there. Of course, these are all idiots who think that they're going to get rich from buying whatever the hell link is, right? Um, but Unwriter was like, "Hey, look at this thing," <laughs> you know. Look at this thing I built. It's it's uh it's it's this entire website you're using only it's on a blockchain, right? And and by the way, we're not going to stop here. We're going to raise the limits. Uh, we're only at 100 kilobytes, and this is still nothing, right? We're going to raise this even higher, right? Um, and in reading some of the responses, that was just like, you know, this is what's this is what's propping up the crypto economy, and it, it makes you kind of lose a little faith that there's that uh, any of this stuff is is worth as much as everyone's telling you it's worth. Uh, but uh, anyway. So uh, now the question becomes, what are the implications of having a immutable ledger that stores all of the world's data, right? Um, and this is, this is, in my opinion, where, where the conversation gets interesting. So they're going to, so people are going to tell you, well, it's only cash, right? Uh, but, you know, if it was only cash, why have a full scripting language? Okay. Uh, if it was only cash, uh, why even have a 4.8 gig which, or sorry, uh, there was no restriction on push data, but it was limited by like FAT32, I think. So what, why even allow that big of data to be to be pushed onto uh, onto the stack, right? And, and the reality of it is, is that it was always meant to become and encompass everything, right? And, and you know, Satoshi talked about Moore's Law over and over and over and over again. Uh, until Moore's Law ends, I actually don't, <laughs> I don't buy it that the miners that are making uh, thousands of dollars every block that they mine, uh, I, I don't buy that they're not going to just buy another hard drive. I really don't buy it. You know what I mean? Uh, but if they are, fine. Everyone listening, go build a business. Like literally, go build a business. Like today, go build a business that you're gonna uh, you're gonna not prune op returns. Okay, you're gonna run a node that does not prune op returns, and you will provide that service. Okay, go do it. Please do it. Um, now. The implications of if you're going to have a, a what, what I honestly believe is is the future library of Alexandria, right? It means that information cannot be lost. Valuable information will not be lost at all, right? Uh, do you ever do you ever go to Wikipedia when they have the uh, they're begging for donations? Have you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah. Well, today I saw that they incorporated uh, BitPay. Just side note. Oh yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Um, but um, but yeah, they. You know, so they're begging you for donations all the time. And actually, one of the I had a very interesting conversation with uh, with my sister-in-law. She's like, every she's like, uh, <laughs> Wikipedia. Uh, they, they I use it a lot, right? She uses Wikipedia, 
but she's like it, it you know begs her for donation on that header all the time and she'll so she clicked it one time and it said do you believe that information should be free she's like no <laughs> no i don't actually believe that information should be free right like and, and she, you know we had this whole conversation where where i kind of agree with that right i actually agree that i think wikipedia's downfall is that it's volunteer run and it's held by gatekeepers like greg maxwell we have like 10 sock puppets on wikipedia right and i just saw this video today i i, I mean it's insane there's this one guy who's named times top 25 most influential people on the internet okay yeah this guy lives in his parents basement essentially no offense to him or anyone else that does that but he, he saves he, money <laughs> yeah he's like, he's not making money because he's just volunteering he, he literally is the third uh I might get this wrong. He's one of the most active editors on Wikipedia. Something insane, right? Insane amount of articles edited. And, and the question becomes, how does he actually know that much information? Like, I guarantee you he probably has some knowledge, but do you think he's actually an expert in every single page he's edited and, and, and written articles for? Like, of course not, right? right. Um, and, and, you know, and, and they asked the question, like, like, why do you do this for free, right? And he was like, well, I believe that free information is valuable and whatever else. And that's fine it's a fair whatever opinion to have but i wonder what uh, his parents think <laughs> side note yeah, that's a good and question continue that's a good question but but i start to wonder right like uh what if everything he submitted what if every edit which luckily for wikipedia it is you can see all the past edits but what if every single edit was was not only seen and immutable but also determined based on value so like like him as a reviewer, he may have the most, he may be the most uh prolific, uh uh what's the word? Voluminous, what <laughs> the word is uh prolific? Is that a word? <laughs> Voluminous I don't I have no idea. Editor or writer on Wikipedia, whatever. Uh <laughs> editor, writer on Wikipedia doesn't mean he's valuable. Doesn't mean that the things he's contributing are actually valuable, right? He may have some kind of like reputation that they're like, well, I'm gonna take this guy's word for it that he knows what he's talking about. But it doesn't actually mean that people are like willing, like, this is so good, I'm going to pay for this. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think, like, SV prolific. and MetaNet, it off, huh? Prolific. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks, chat. Um, but I think it's interesting, though, because this idea of like MetaNet and everything actually allows this person to start creating value and getting paid for it as well uh instead of just doing it for free you know i i think he can move out of his basement you know right. what i mean yeah and if he is that smart and prolific <laughs> he Pro can uh he can profit off it yeah that's uh it's interesting yeah yeah, yeah. think about it like that way honestly and in, 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 um and I think the core, again, the core, uh, the, the core thing that I guess bothers me, and, and it's all these things, there's all these things, there's, there's things I wish we had asked Roger when we talked to him, there's things every week though, I'm just like, God, I wish I could have another conversation with him asking these questions. How can someone that you believe in, and, and to his credit, Bitcoin.com is trying to mine these order opportunities. What bothers me is about the entire narrative that Bitcoin shouldn't be a data storage ledger. Is it's people telling you, it, it's supposed free market capitalist people that are telling you you can't put this on chain that's remarkable to me that's absolutely remarkable to me you know what i mean um and and, and you, you start to wonder you start to to think about like okay well if everything's on chain like again you know craig i think was the one who was talking about this a lot especially at his his presentation but it i definitely saw him bring this up a lot and it makes a lot of sense in, information without value is data, right? So if I go to, you know, if we look at B dot, if we go to this BitDB uh, feed that Unwriter created, not all of that is actually valuable, right? And, and the question becomes, and this is, again, where that intermediary service or, or that business opportunity becomes, that capitalist system that can be created on top of Bitcoin is do, do I need to see some of the stuff that's an opportunity? No. Do, you, do I actually think it's going to be valuable in five or 10 years? No, probably not. Right. But, but you know what I do think? I think someone is going to store all of this data. And I think that someone who wants to see that data will be able to pay a price to get that data. 
I, I always believe that capitalism will win out in this scenario. So no matter what's going on, I, I actually believe that there's an incentive for the people to keep the data, whoever they are, whether it's every miner, whether it's one miner, whether it's some other person. And then I believe that there's always a price people are going to be willing to pay for that data. And if a lot of people are willing to pay a price for that data, the cost is cheaper. You see what I mean? But what you don't end up with ever is a scenario where I'm I'm trying to find a video of, and this has happened to me so many times, of like, like literally there's an episode, because uh, shout out, the first video on chain was a South Park video. I don't know if people know that, but uh, I think the first video someone put with 100 kilobyte was like a thing of Cartman or something, right? There's this like video of, of, of this whole South Park thing that I've been wanting to find forever, and it's just deleted off the internet. You can't find it on archive.org or anything like that. If I could pay someone for that, no matter what, but if the opportunity was there for me to pay for it, I'd do it. I mean, and that's that, that problem goes away with Bitcoin. So you think about the uh, the benefits that come with this. And everyone's going to say, well, blockchain is a notoriously slow database and blah, 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 right? Um, it's, a, it's a lie. It's, it's all a lie. When Satoshi was the very first person to say, it does not hit a scale ceiling. He said that from the very first day. You know what I mean? Right. And it, I'm just, I'm starting to think about this even longer term. You start thinking about all this data that's being put on chain. And then it, this is getting like AI robotic -y, But I mean, really, you could create AI and statistical models to test different, you know, theories against each other using this vast amount of data to the point where, you know, you could actually like, I think what we have, we have a problem in today's society where a lot of people just spew bullshit articles and there's really no like fact checking per se. Um, and I think you could actually develop some type of AI system in the future, utilizing all this data and you utilizing all of this to kind of add like a validity check to most of this stuff. And I, I mean, obviously this isn't going to be up tomorrow because you need all that data to build on but the fact that all that data would be there and you could run ai on all of this data like it, it kind of goes back to the uh um i can't remember his name uh stefan nielsen the yeah. universal source of truth like kind of yeah. that stuff kind of using all of this vast amounts of data to validify um you know certain statements or facts or anything like that and i mean you, you could actually create like a wikipedia based on AI, you using AI to like kind of create and create a Wikipedia, AI Wikipedia. We should do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, let's just whip that right up. We'll have that up tomorrow. Knowing Unwriter, he might actually have it done already. So I don't know. But um, what, well, I think um, like what excites me the most, because so many things are coming together that people aren't appreciating you know uh i would hope people that have been listening to what we what we've been trying to do since we started this thing understand this but i, I go back to this uh quote that uh he craig he, in march last year at the satoshi's vision conference when he first i think it was kind of his first public presentation about hey bitcoin's a small world network right and everyone was like no it's not and uh or, or, you know, whatever, they're not important or anything like that. But the very end of his presentation, he had this, this throwaway quote. Um, he said, this is the network that DARPA wishes that they created. And because he was talking about the fact that it couldn't be shut down, right? That it was sufficiently distributed and it was, it was sufficiently competitive where no single node could shut down or being taken off could shut down the network, which is, which is different from Tor. Right, which is different from, uh, uh, you know, BitTorrent. It's different from Silk Road. Like all these other things have have something where you can cut off the head, right? But but he said that, and so you start thinking, okay, so this thing cannot be shut down. So information will be accessible to anybody that wants it. It's built on capitalist ideas, right? So it's fair, as fair as as the world gets, right? Um, you know. Life probably isn't fair, right? Um, in in, I go back to the the library of Alexandria idea. 
where so much knowledge was lost in, in, in humanity's history. And so you start to wonder, how will this affect us moving forward? How will this affect when you have one global data layer that everyone can query, that I can run video games off of, right? That I can earn money while doing everything that I interact with it with. Um, that robots can earn money with doing everything around it, right? And this goes to, you know, you talk about AI, cellular automata, right? This is when we first talked with Craig a long time ago in August, or, or uh, and, and we asked him, I was because I, I was so curious. I'd heard all the stuff about particle swarm optimizations and cellular automata running on the chain, right? Uh, and he, and he, he was talking about, you can build algorithms where something, if it wants to live, has to make money. Right. So you can start designing uh, artificial intelligence, not general artificial intelligence, but uh, AI that optimizes what it's doing based on profit. So maybe it's more, you know, you can have your self driving car start doing things that are that's most profitable. And then you can make money off of your self driving car that you bought. And by the way, everyone riding in your self driving car uh, now have rides everywhere for cheaper because that's, again, this is all capitalist ideas. Right. Um, right. The world becomes different, and and what I guess upsets me is that no one. It upsets me that that the the idea that we couldn't scale Bitcoin has taken so deep of a root in so many people's mindset that they're not even considering that this stuff is possible. You know what I mean? Um, when and in a bad way, I'm seeing it as an inevitability. As long as we can get to a point where miners are sustained and incentivized to keep mining by June of 2020, I view this as an inevitability. When you look at the stuff that has been built in one week from raising the opportunity limit to a hundred kilobytes. I think it's, I think it's going to get pretty interesting too with, you know, you talked about the incentivization for miners, making sure that's there by June, 2020. Um, I think what do we just see today? Uh, I think we just we just saw one of the minor, the top third miner. In, yeah, uh, yeah, BTC. Uh, Poolin is their name. Yeah, been mining SV. Um, I don't know. It's something to keep an eye on, you know, because I think miners are uh, miners are off, obviously mining for profit, and as soon as we start producing bigger blocks consistently. Uh, I don't know. It's going to get really interesting. Things are going to start to shake up a little bit. And, and uh, you know, we haven't even talked about contracts. We haven't even talked about uh, property, uh, I guess, property contracts, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, honestly, what I will probably do, you know, buying a house in a couple hours here, uh, we'll probably put that contract on chain. Because why not? Now I have proof that the contract exists. I can probably yeah. in 100 kilobytes upload the entire contract, right? Mm -hmm. um, maybe I'll encrypt it first for psychos. <laughs> psychos yeah, you might want to do that. <laughs> right, but I can start encrypting things. Uh, as I mentioned last week, you can start encrypting messages, right? Uh, the world gets... Uh, the possibilities become so endless, it's, it's kind of ridiculous to me. Uh, and, and, you know, yeah, we, we, I guess we should move on. We're probably reading ourselves, but it almost to me can't be stated enough because I cannot state enough how frustrating it is that we're still having debates like this, that there's even three Bitcoins now. It frustrated the hell out of me when we had two Bitcoins. Now we have three Bitcoins and two sects of it, which arguably is the majority um, from the economic side, from the, 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 you know, the market cap side, right? The, the casino side, they're the majority. I don't believe that they're the majority of people actually like engaged. I don't actually believe that at all. Um, but uh, if, if you want to argue in the terms of the casino, they're the majority. And yet the thesis from all these so-called freedom-loving anarchists is that you cannot put this on chain. Because no matter what you want to do and what the miner is willing to accept... We're not going to allow it because we think it's stupid. Omri does not want to do this. Like, like it, 
how insane is this? Am I taking crazy pills? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just like the same people who are just sort of like, oh, I love. And, and then they get upset when like people call them socialists. You know what I mean? They get all upset. And it's like you're engaging in the act of, of central planning, which which I always go back to hike was the definition of socialism. It was the definition of socialism. You know what I mean? And But they get so offended. They get so offended when you say it. Um, and it's because they, they, I don't think they actually understand what their actions entail from an economic perspective. They're, they're actually limiting growth, you know? Um, boy, boy, oh boy. Um, you know, we, and again, we haven't even talked about the fact that data can have value associated with it, right? Uh, so you can start talking about like, again, if I can start, if we can have this live stream going, right? Uh, we have the live stream just churning money, which, you know, Keyport is working on this, though they're getting there for this, but, but imagine if the data itself is on chain, right? So imagine if like uh, uh, the data, the access to the data is controlled by who we give it out to based on keys, right? So you can say, well, you can only access what's in this transaction if you have some kind of authentication. We're talking about rebuilding the internet, you know what I mean? Rebuilding the internet on top of a uh, value-based system, uh, which, which I would argue is a meritocracy, right? And that's that's really what we're building as a meritocracy. Um, and, and, it, and, and in that case, it doesn't surprise me that people who don't want to actually build anything of value are advocating for this because they, they want to, again, they want to sit, they want to sit on like 4chan, which I still have this up. I need to get this off my screen. They want to sit on like 4chan or something and just pump link. <laughs> this, this thing, it's insane. I mean, what do we go look at this thing? It's like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. They want to pump link and make all this money and then, and then walk away. They don't actually want to do anything of value, create anything of value. Um, and then, and I, I believe they will get burned from doing that. Right. Um, Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So Corey, I think we, uh, we are at 41 minutes. So we got 19 more if we want to use up our hour. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, it just sort of repeating a dead horse, but uh, I, I don't know. Like it, it yeah, that's uh, my biggest concern is like, I feel like I'm starting to go in circles now with this stuff, you know? And yet people don't understand it. They don't. I, that's the, the mind boggling piece to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I still have my snake game just running off Bitcoin. We're just so gonna I, guess, I guess we can go into, you know, it, well, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but why? Because you talk to like an average Joe saying oh hey we're rebuilding the internet on bitcoin you know like the the next their next question is going to be why like why should we just redo all the work you know and obviously it's the value that's added with bitcoin now we can you know add value to items but how do you break that down easily to people well so i think it's uh that's actually a good point right we we had this conversation um and th this is why i don't think i went surprise the strategy of, of the big players in SV are, are taking this stance is that it's not going to come from users. So like, I, you know, we're not interested in convincing the kids on 4chan to buy Bitcoin SV. That doesn't actually benefit us at all. Right. Yeah. Um, but if you can convince a business to say, Hey, uh, we have a, <laughs> I mean, we have cheap and immutable data storage for your entire business for cheaper than a cloud contract or something like that. Uh, yeah, I think, or, or, yeah. And, and, I think, and by the way, it's there forever, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's certain laws too where um, companies have to make sure that, you know, their data is like, well, their data has to be secure, but then there's also like this whole thing of um, uh, like immutable or something, or it has to make sure that like it can't be like destroyed easily. I don't know. Do you know what? what the word I'm looking for. I don't, obviously there, there's some law out there though, that companies need their databases to be, have a certain amount of strength. And I think when you're talking about an immutable ledger, there's not much more stronger you can get than that. Um, but then just the cost too. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you're going to save so much money putting your, your website or your, your database for your company on, on Bitcoin, you know, yeah, which absolutely. also is going to start to be interesting because then miners will then 
miners will start making deals with companies. You know, you start getting into this idea. Well, I think you tweeted something about it. Um, but say, hey, I'm a miner. I will take your data, make sure it gets in the next block or the next block that I... Um, I, I will sell you, right? You could say, I will sell you three gigs of data every block, for example, right? Yeah. And I'm going to charge you this amount of money. And we never even, you never go to an exchange and buy Bitcoin ever, right? Yeah. Isn't that, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. that, 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 these problems are, 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 again, we've been thinking so small, so, 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 so small. Uh, but, but yeah, exactly. Very, very good. Uh, very good point. And, and I saw a question because I think this is probably a good thing to cover, right? So the question was generally, uh, how can we even run the internet on Bitcoin? And, and saying, I'm not a programmer, like help me understand this, right? So maybe we could walk through this because, because again, I think this is only the beginning, right? When you have transactions that can reference other transactions, that can call into other transactions, and this is really the whooping structure that, that uh, you know, and I'm going to say this with the caveat that I don't fully know what I'm talking about. When, uh, but I, my understanding is that this is kind of that Turing complete aspect of Bitcoin that has been talked about, where the Turing tape is the blockchain, where you can start referencing other transactions, calling into other transactions, and executing code. Um, maybe I'm wrong there, but that's kind of my understanding as to how this works, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so, so the question is like, well, how does this work, right? So the the, the first thing you have to understand is uh let me share my screen again okay cool so how's a web page work right so this is that clock that we were showing earlier a web page so what you see actually here um and for anyone audio listening this is html that we're showing but sorry this is not going to benefit you uh but you can see here this is just basic html code okay uh and uh, if you wanted to run a website if i were to download this here which i uh, i guess i could uh, let's see. Maybe. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. If I could easily download this text, which there's definitely a way, and I'll figure it out later. Um, I could I could just open this this file in a browser, and your browser will decode. It will read this code here, and it will say, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna run this HTML code, for example, and here's what it would display." Okay. So all that's happening in Bitcoin is a very similar process where someone is embedding the HTML file inside of a transaction. And then bitcoinfiles.org is acting as the browser, right? So they're acting as the viewer into the blockchain. And they're saying, I'm going to read in, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to read in the HTML and I'm going to display, I'm, I'm actually going to run the code, right? Um, and this is a similar, similar, you know, example of like snake right that's why snake is running off of bco.media they've created a way to read in the code that was written which i'm sure i could do the same um so again it's calling an html right here let's see if i could probably do the same thing here and what run so so you can see here if our bitcoin files.org doesn't support some of the stuff that's in here um so it's only actually reading in uh the html itself but Therefore, Bico.media is able to uh, to read it in and run the code and say, "Okay, I'm going to play Snake," right? Um, so I think it also kind of is interesting too how you talked about like how like Bitcoin files that kind of acts as like the browser, and if you start thinking about like that acts as the browser, and then you have browser wallets now where everything that you do interacts with payments and transactions um like whether you're accessing information and you pay a little bit for it it's just like it's insane to think about it really is. yeah <laughs> like it, my head's kind of going in circles here just thinking about it because i'm not a big i don't know coder or html guy but uh i mean i get it like a high level how it essentially calls things to execute and, well, uh, and, and, and again, though, what ex what ex should excite everybody is the business opportunities involved, right? I mean, I mean, every single 
that there's so many business opportunities that you can build on top of this stuff. Um, because again, people are stupid and they don't actually understand that Bitcoin SV is Bitcoin yet. They don't understand what Bitcoin at scale is, is, is possible. So if you're listening to us, you can now be like, oh, I understand. Uh, maybe you understand a program, some stuff. You'd be like, oh, this, this stuff kind of makes sense. And now you can go build a business, right? And you can give us a percentage because we told you to do it, right? Uh, but the the benefits of, of like, okay, well, I, I understand now what's possible. I can now build, like I saw a bit index, I think is, is what it's called. Um, I remember at, in, in London, Ryan was urging a group of guys to like, please go build this. We need a an XPUB index, right? Um, uh, and, and, and charge money for it and make money doing this, right? And they went out and did it and, it, and it's it's perfect. Uh, and I don't know. It, it, it's just, uh, again, we're only at 100 kilobytes, only at 100 kilobytes. Uh, I saw, uh, deserves a shout out. I haven't gotten to look at it too much, but MPAC, M-P-A-P-E-C, is chaining transactions together. So he, he made a, a video or an audio file that was uh, an hour long or something like that, or, or a minute and a half long. And that's from chaining transactions with Opterm, um, which which was possible for, but it's harder. The, the more restricted you are in Opterm, it's harder to do stuff like that, right? Um, and then you have to actually parse stuff together. So it's not as easy where I can just pull up the transaction and maybe I wanted to run it myself. I could just download the HTML and run it myself, for example, if it's a website, right? Um, so I, I don't know, man, it, the, the world is, uh, <laughs> the world is changing very, very rapidly. Um, and I, I think Alex Agut had a good, nice little like uh, quote he tweeted out where he was saying like, yeah, in a world of change, the learners shall inherit the earth while the learned shall find themselves perfectly suited for a world that no longer exists. And I think that's true. The people who are starting to understand this stuff, uh, you can start building things that uh, allow you to, pro to profit probably pretty greatly when when this stuff works out, which I, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced it will. I'm fully convinced it will. Yeah. And like, I was just thinking about it too. Like, I think we're at like a potential of 128 megabyte right now, box. And it's just like, that's still nothing when you think about it. Like when we're talking about this, like all this stuff, like interacting with websites, companies putting their data on chain, um, it's like 128 is nothing. And it kind of even blows your mind when like core really, like one megabyte is too much. Like they need to go lower. Well, I look forward to the day where one megabyte is our off return. <laughs> For real. And, and, and you know what I mean? And, and what they're doing every 10 minutes, we're doing every transaction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and the best part of all this is it makes all of your cash transactions cheaper. That's what people aren't understanding either. That the, the more, so right now it's cost you, your transaction cost is based on the size of the transaction, right? So the, the, more expensive the transaction, the, the more uh, data intensive or, or larger the transaction is, the more your transaction costs. Moore's law, again, we're talking about Moore's law, we're talking about economics. Both these things just combine these two concepts and you say, okay, uh, pretty soon, uh, just like, you know, sending a, a two gig file over the internet seemed unheard of 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Um, as you kind of keep going with these things, Okay, eventually your, you know, kilobytes size transaction for cash, uh, cash transactions is going to be a fraction of a fraction of a penny, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so everyone goes like, this isn't sustainable. But in fact, the more you scale, the more affordable all of this stuff is. You know what I mean? And I want to just, maybe we can almost leave it at this because this is an interesting, I don't know if you saw this very interesting conversation that was put on chain where the names are grayed out. Uh, again, let's see. Yep. Again, I have no idea who these people are. Uh, yep. He mentioned me in an article he wrote, humbled, but I'm getting, this is person A, but I'm getting what you see. Bitcoin is a currency you use to write to an immutable chain. Eventually it makes sense to write all data to the chain. Person B, yes. Library of Alexandria. 
Person A, and miners will compete viciously to process those transactions and do it cheaper. Person B, yes. But now imagine you store the definitions of, an, of a programming language on chain. Now to bootstrap a program, all you need to do is call up certain transactions in a certain order. Then to store your entire program, you just place that certain order into a single transaction, just like they are doing. And now your program is referenced by a hash. So if someone wants to use that program, all you have to do is give them the hash where it's stored. They don't have to pass you anything else. Now, imagine thousands of programs have been built like GitHub, and you want to create a new program based on a bunch of other people's programs. But you need to reference a thousand people's programs, which are referencing a thousand people's programs that are referencing programming language primitives that number in the thousands. This would be difficult to assemble for this new programmer to go out and find all those transactions and put them together. So he hires miners. These miners aren't mining Bitcoin blocks. They're using GPUs to search through the entire blockchain very fast. They then return with all of the transactions this programmer needs to make his new reference program very quickly. The transaction miners are paid for their service. And the new programmer takes his program and stores it on chain as a single transaction. This gives him a hash to his program, which is built on hashes he received from transaction miners who found all of the transactions he referenced from all the on-chain resources he used. This expands infinitely. The person A, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love that response. <laughs> I love that response. Interesting concept. Wow. Yeah. Interesting concept, right? Um, yeah. That's... And this is, in my, in my opinion, this is that Mandela network that, uh, you know, how do you incentivize that middle layer that uh, we've kind of talked about, but you have the core, the actual miners, you have that middle core that is still heavily connected, but the question is how are they incentivized to be connected? I would imagine that uh, that's what we're describing right there. So. Whoa. This Why is being built now, apparently. So uh, uh, allegedly being built right now. So. I think, uh, Corey, I think we, um, uh, I remember downloading songs. We'll, we'll take the last four minutes. <laughs> I remember downloading songs from Kazaa at five kilobytes per second. Yes, I, I remember those days too, right? Uh, this is interesting, right? We, uh, uh, we've come a long way and we will continue to go a long way, right? I just can't wait till we can do the first live stream on chain. <laughs> yeah, we will be the first ones to do it. Mark our words. Right. Yeah, it might take a while, but <laughs> big uh, data, big data, big, big, big data. Uh, I, I did see, hopefully if, if we can, I want to put one of our podcasts on chain using that tool that Mpapak, Mpapak, how do you pronounce his name? Sorry. Uh, he used where you can chain the transactions. So we'll do that first, but, uh, the sooner we can put it in one transaction, the better is uh, is my viewpoint. So we should try and um, try and uh, put the Bitcoin white paper series that we did. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. That would be good too. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, actually, I'll take this question. This is actually just a question. We'll maybe end it here unless you have anything else, but. Okay. If Bitcoin gets to more, because we kind of address this concept as Bitcoin scales, how do you uh, how do you pay for less than one cent? So if Bitcoin gets to more than a million dollars, how do you pay for less than one cent when one Satoshi equals to one cent? Um, that That's very simple, right? You just, you tokenize a Satoshi. Very, very simple. So you have a hundred uh, tokens that correspond with one Satoshi. Uh, and now you divided the Satoshi by a hundred. And uh, bada bing, bada boom. Very simple. Uh, uh, would that mean no cap? No, no, there's still a cap. There's still a cap of 21 million. You're just doing the equivalent of adding more decimal places. Um, T38 says, I wouldn't care. I'd be rich. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Corey, anything else or should we uh, wrap it up? Uh, I think that's good. Right, uh, just plug. Uh, everyone should uh, check out on Rider what yeah. you've been doing if yeah. you haven't done so already definitely uh we will end this i think 
a good plan would be we will unlist the video link, put it behind a yours paywall, upload the video to Keyport, and then we'll make it public again at some point later on. Uh, so we'll give a shout out to our Twitter fam. Thank you guys. <laughs> appreciate appreciate you. BSV uh, is the future. Yes, yes. Very good. All right, Corey, will right. uh, you survive the evening? I don't know if I will. <laughs> yeah, you have a tougher over there. This may be my last episode, so uh, maybe dead tomorrow morning. Mm. Or maybe it'll just be... Uh, maybe it'll be nice, because then you'll just freeze, and <laughs> then you'll melt and come back to life when we're all using MetaNet, and it'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. I'm kind okay. of jealous. I'm, I, I, I kind of <laughs> want to come over there and do that. <laughs> All right, good. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. We are going to quit this now. All right. See you.